hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Black Esquire podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Whitehead. In studio with me today is my lovely co-host, Michelle Jenkins. Hey, guys. If this is your first time tuning in to the Black Esquire podcast, this is a platform where we discuss a variety of topics pertaining to young black professionals in the workplace that don't get discussed um, too often or at least not enough in our opinion. So, Michelle, where can they find us on social media? So, hey, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and thank you for the lovely introduction, Shelly. She does such a good job. Um, <laughs> I try. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> they can find us. You all can find us. First of all, you can find us on in our closed group on Facebook, um, the uh, Fellowship. It is a closed group that is designed for our listeners to sort of hop on their soapbox and sort of get their ish off and let us know what they're thinking about and the types of things that are sort of um, uh, bothering them at work or things they love at work or things they they you know want to implement in their new entrepreneurial pursuits so um, we talk about a lot of things there that pertain to young black professionals and we want you to join in the conversation a lot of that uh, content makes it here to the actual live tape or the actual taping itself um additionally you can find us on instagram at black esquire podcast uh we can be found on all forms of social on both instagram and facebook at that handle uh, and we hope that to hear from you soon but more than that you can find us june 23rd at our first ever live taping it's gonna be Yay! lit y'all we were really and that's excited. Saturday, Saturday, June twenty third, June twenty third at one p.m. at Savage Smith Event Space. It's at nine twenty North Franklin, and it will be it, uh, tickets are just thirty dollars. And let me tell you what thirty dollars gets you: thirty dollars gets you free drinks. Thirty dollars gets you a performance by the lovely Nola Ade, a recording artist who has an upbeat feel. She's an R and B artist. Think Lauren Hill meets uh, SZA. Yep, so that's, that's a good way to yep. describe her. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. She's a good feel. She's a good vibe. A great way to kick off your summer. A great way to kick off your uh, Saturday afternoon. And then at 2 p.m. we have a live taping. And we this is the first time we'll be we're announcing our very special guest. Our very special guest is Christia Donaldson. Woo-hoo. Christia Donaldson is the CEO of Thank God It's Natural. She uh, start, founded the, the business and has now landed a contract with Walmart to have her uh, products placed nationally. And in addition, um, she is a graduate of Harvard Law School. I believe she has an MBA and um, is a survivor of uh, breast cancer, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just really a, a, a favorite of mine um, in terms of the product that she produces, TGIN, Thank God It's Natural. It used to be Thank God I'm Natural. And uh, we are really excited to talk, talk with her. There'll be a ton to talk about, but mostly she'll be talking about how to survive and thrive in the C-suite. And uh, we are sure that she has plenty to offer on that topic. So basically the idea is to learn how to live your best life in the most um, – authentic ways possible but also within a space that is high earning um and high level so to speak in addition after that we have the musical stylings of dj double m who will basically give us a wakanda style reception that's cold for day party guys and um we'll <laughs> and we'll hang out there's a lovely rooftop at savage smith um and uh like i said we've got a liquor sponsor we've got a few vendors lined up and we're just really excited you can use discount the first 20 people to buy tickets can use discount code early bird we've sold a a, a good number of tickets. I'm sure there are only a few tickets left uh, for the um, at the early bird discount. You get a, a significant discount, but tickets are thirty dollars. You can also purchase them at the door. But so come out June twenty third. And where Savage can Smith. they get the tickets? They can oh they can get the tickets at uh, Uh You can also find the tickets online at on our facebook page at black esquire podcast uh there's an event there and you know you can purchase the event right and facebook have a partnership where you can purchase through facebook now so that's cute but anyway 
Um, <laughs> please purchase. Uh, please uh, come join us. Fill up come these meet seats. Us. Meet us. <laughs> hang out with us. Come talk to Christia. Come talk to Nola Ade. Come uh, meet and mingle with other listeners and things like that. These will be high quality listeners like you. So uh, come on. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. You're not doing anything else. Come on out. Um, so that's where you can find us. And I'm really excited about that. So obviously we're not here alone. So Shelly, why don't you uh, introduce our guest yeah, for so today? Yeah, so you probably heard him uh, doing, doing his little ad-libs a little bit <laughs> <laughs> earlier. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce our very special guest in studio with us, Jason Johnson. So um, I've known Jason for a while now, so kind of like Vicky, but I am going to actually read his bio, even though that's not necessarily necessary. But for y'all, I'm going to read it so you can know his credentials. So Jason William Johnson is the director of the Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation at the Chicago Urban League. In his role, he develops programming and provides strategic direction for an award-winning program that serves over 500 businesses annually. Jason is a doctoral candidate in organizational leadership and holds a master's in industrial organizational psychology. He is a subject matter expert in personality psychology and the CEO and co-founder of Convo, an app that uses personality type and personal interests to help people connect at social gatherings. Publications such as Chicago Tribune, Blue Sky Innovation, Chicago Inno, Technori, and South Florida Business Journal have featured Convo. Uh, before Convo, Jason founded Identity Engineers, a boutique branding and business strategy firm that operated in the Chicago Loop from 2010 to 2013. Jason is currently a Forbes.com contributor, uh, was selected as one of Chicago Inno's 50 on Fire for 2017, and a presenter at 2017 New Orleans Entrepreneurship Week. He also... Uh, served as Central Regional Vice President for National Urban League Young National Urban League Young Professionals from 2015 to 2017, and in his spare time, Jason meditates twice a day, is an avid reader and a YouTube junkie. He also enjoys dining, arts and culture, travel, long walks on the beach, and uh, I'm making all I, that. I up. love the way you got okay. boozy with the voice. <laughs> Because at the end, she's like, Jason enjoys yeah. long walks on the beach. Yes. <laughs> Without further ado. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, did this switch to a date auction? <laughs> like, we could auction you off. If you have any we bidders, hey, we will yo, be taking 10% of hey, the proceeds. I, yeah, I can, I can get y'all some paper. <laughs> Just put me out on the strip. I got y'all. I got it. So without further ado, Jason Johnson, thank you for joining us today. Thank, thank you guys for having me, yeah. Shelly and Michelle. Um, yeah. I'm excited to be here today. What yes. you sipping on, Jason? I'm sipping on a Prosecco Mimosa with orange juice. Mm. Now, Jason wanted Maker's Mark, and yeah. I, I said, now you do know we recording at 10 a.m. Yeah, I could have, but you know what? In second second thought, I thought about it. I'm like, damn, I could have put in some coffee. You could have. You yep. could have. Yep. And so, like, in second thought. Like, cause I felt, That's I, what I thought. I kind of felt like you recording. was judging me a little bit. I wasn't. You, you was like, Maker's Mark at 10 o'clock. In no, the I morning. Just to make sure like, that's what I, you want. And you know how women do the reverse <laughs> Pac-Man with their hand? I picture and say, make us mark at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'll make sure that was what you wanted. No judgment. This mm. is a safe space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to judge you at all. I mean, drink what you want to drink. Yeah. I, really? I just wanted to remind you the, the, the hour of which we were going uh, yeah. to be If we, we would have been yeah. drinking this makers, this, this would be a lot. This, gonna, this would have been real lit. <laughs> well, it's gonna be lit regardless. It's gonna be, but now makers lit though is different well, than true. just that is yeah. true. <laughs> that is true. So today we're gonna be talking about not makers mark, but we'll be. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention. So on the live taping, speaking of what you're sipping on, on at the live taping, we'll be sipping on Koval alcohol. So by Koval Distillery is our. I uh, um, is our liquor sponsor for the live taping. They will be providing all of the spirits for the live taping. That is why you'll be getting free liquor because Shelly and I could not afford it. But <laughs> Black we, Esquire we podcast <laughs> would not be dropping that paper. But Koval Distillery has um, um, agreed to be our liquor sponsor and we are very excited about that and we want to shout them out uh, check out their distillery uh, they're a local distillery here in Chicago they do tours and things like that and I hear it's a lot of fun uh, it's a good way to class uh, class up your uh, sort of uh, bar hopping. I actually it, met their founder um, at the 70th anniversary of Israeli Israeli, Israeli independence. Oh wow! Um, the Israeli consulate general um, 
um, had a had a, 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 a gala, mm-hmm. and I met her. Like, she, you know, they, you know, she's Israeli, so it was, uh-huh, a, um, yes. yeah, it was it was interesting. She gave some really dope remarks at the beginning yeah, and everything, so, and all that. I got a so chance to meet her. Check she, her out. Check people. out our diverse owners around mm-hmm. Chicago. So today's topic is how to deal with and manage difficult difficult personalities, and uh, which has nothing to do with uh, anything we talked about previously. But uh, <laughs> so we're going to talk about how to do, deal with difficult personalities. The reality is, and the truth about leadership is that oftentimes it requires leadership requires more uh than we typically more interaction with people than we typically uh and traditionally really uh, want to or want to open up ourselves to right and so i think a lot of times we need to uh figure out there's a certain transition that you go through in terms of trying to figure out, okay, well, I don't like this particular work style. I do like this particular work style or what have you, and, and, and understanding what that means and how to deal with that and whatever. Instead of throwing shade or shutting down, today we'll get a hold of how to manage these different different per- personality types and work styles in order to sort of um, be your best self in uh, different scenarios that might be a little bit... Um, a little bit of pressure or, or 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 include a little bit of pressure so let's start the conversation here so um so jason so we thought because i've never actually taken a myers-briggs test i've never actually um shelly is very familiar with yeah. jason's paradigm um and so the the thought process was that we would sort of in, uh, uh use me as a case study so to speak <laughs> And so I guess we should just ha- let's start there. Okay. How does this go? So pretty much what I'll do is I'll give the view, I'll give the listeners and you um, the education on uh, what your personality type means. Um, okay. I'll give an overview of it and everything. And as I'm going through it, you can be writing down your letters. Okay. And then we can figure out your type like right now. Okay, let's, so let's do let's that. Now, Jason and I already guessed prior to Michelle getting here. So we believe she's an ESFJ or a, or if ENFJ. she's or ENFJ. We're going to see if we write. No, nah, we shouldn't have said that. Yeah, we should have just let her yeah. develop her letters. She don't remember what we said. All she okay. know, all she knows, I just said VSOP. That's her personality. <laughs> VSOP. Yeah. Um. A through Z. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started. Um, so there's basically. I don't like VSOP, by the way. It is a I'm disgusting just, I'm liquor. I'm just saying, that's the, that's the alcoholic's that personality. That is cheap. VSOP. <laughs> it's not the type of girl uh, I am. I am a Merlot girl. You're a Merlot I'm a girl. Merlo, I'm an M E R L O T okay. girl. A dry okay. that's red. Too many letters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get started. Um, so basically, there's four different dimensions to human personality, right? So um, according to the Myers Briggs theory. So the first dimension talks about how you recharge. Um, so the first dimension is extroversion versus introversion. Extroverts, a lot of people think extroversion versus introversion means extrovert. Oh, I'm outgoing, introverted. Nah, I'm shy. But that's not actually what right. it actually means. It's more about your energy orientation. Mm-hmm. So extroverts recharge by being around others. Socialization gives them energy. It revitalizes them. If it was a video game, it increases their energy bar, right? Okay. Whereas introverts, they recharge by being alone. So pretty much they get alone. They light their little candle, listen to their Carl Thomas or whatever. <laughs> and that's then, so stereotypical. Why and, then, and, then, and then they recharge you know, by seal? being alone. Or seal. You know, whatever you listen to. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix, whatever, right? But they need to be alone with their own thoughts, their own Mm -hmm. ideas, their own presence, and they recharge, right? Okay. So um, the interesting caveat about this is you can have outgoing extroverts. You can have outgoing introverts and shy extroverts. Like one of my best friends, um, pretty much, um, he he would be at the parties. He would be kicking it, et cetera, et cetera. And then after a long weekend of kicking it, you won't see him for a month. Mm -hmm. So he's an introvert. And he loved, but he loves socialization. Mm-hmm. But he socializes and it drains his energy bar. Then he has to disappear and recharge. Right. And Man. I'm the same way. Yeah. So like, I'm an introvert, but I'll tell people that, and they be like, "Oh my god, but you're so outgoing. You're always out and about or whatever." I was like, well, go, "I don't mind socializing." Until she go milk carton on you. But then I'm like, "But y'all drain me, so I need to go home. Right. <laughs> you exactly. know, I can't be around y'all too yeah. much." Whereas an extrovert, then you can also have a um, extrovert, a intro, a shy extrovert. Right. Where uh, we have, I have a friend. Um, she'll invite everybody out. Hey guys, let's go do this. Let's do that, right? Mm-hmm. And then once everybody's out, she won't say nothing. She'll just be <laughs> sitting there, space. and everybody else is turning up. But mm-hmm. she feeds off of that energy. So you know, that's why I say it's an energy orientation. Extroverts they recharge off of socialization with others. 
um, and then introverts recharge off of being alone because you know, being outgoing and shy is social behavior. It's not extroversion versus introversion. Mm-hmm. Um, but an introvert is more likely to be reserved because that's how they get the energy. Is the letters E-R-I? E-R-I. Yeah, E-R-I. Which one are you? Okay. All right. We wrong already. Oh, she put I? Yeah. Yeah. I oh. love going to the hills. Remember? I told you I wanted to go to Pigeon Forge. Um, like that's how I recharge. It's so we already brief. wrong. Oh, we already wrong. Right, right, it's okay. brief. But she, but she still I don't take need... the long test. Yeah, I didn't. Nah, I didn't take the long wrong. test. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I see extrovert. I think no, she extrovert. No, okay. I definitely. So, I mean, well, we, well, why do you think I'm an extrovert? More so. How you gonna like tell her what she is? She can just what? hold on. No, no, Shelly's very discerning because I feel like you like to be around people. I do like to be around people, but I do not recharge by being around people. Mm. Okay. I recharge. You don't recharge. I recharge by mm. my workouts at 4 a.m. My medita- I also meditate I at 4 a.m. Well. and pray. I also, um, like I do, I do, I also go, like I said, you remember I went to the Colorado Rockies mm-hmm. specifically to recharge for four days. Like, I'll see you with money. <laughs> yeah, I, I you do know, that. I, I took a retreat to the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, and we so climbed the Colorado Rockies. I'll see with money. We like, went and climbed geez. the Colorado Rockies. That's that higher level introversion. Um, I'm planning a trip to <laughs> Bali to go uh, recharge there for a week mm-hmm. um, this year. Mm-hmm. And so. But those um, are vacations. They, Everybody vacations but by herself, to recharge. But by, by herself. But, no, but I'm going to do the hike by myself. So, like, I usually do the hike by myself. I usually do the yoga by myself. And even if somebody's there, it's like, I'm like, you know, we just there together, but you're not with me. You know what I mean? So, like, so that's. I could be wrong. I don't think it's a shutdown. That's kind of. No, he, he just out to like to instigate. Yeah. Right. He's trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. He's hey. stirring the pot. But that's okay. It, it'll be good okay, for so, the listener. So okay, for, so, so she's, she's an eye first dimension. So okay. she might be. I, a, never mind. Go ahead. I mean, but is there an in between? There's not an in between? There's some ambiverts. Because I think there's. There's a, some ambiverts, but, it, but. I think that's what I am. But this is what I always say. If somebody mm-hmm. came to you in the dark alley and was like, what's your personality type? Let me know right now. I'm going to blow your head out. Which that's, one would you choose? That's not an accurate situation. But, but, but what would you choose? That's not somebody you, who's going to kill choose? me because I don't know. Hey, there's some deranged personality yeah, nerds true. out here. Uh, <laughs> which one would you choose? If somebody came and like threatened your life and said, what, what's the, your I've type? always struggled with this question. Okay, but if somebody put a gun in your head, what would you say? I or E? You're a I'm trying I. to tell you. You're a so, so you feel I like you're introverted more you than you're extroverted. Yeah, so you you're introverted. No, not no, no. See, listen. So Shelly asked me, well, do I feel like I'm extroverted more than I'm introverted?" No, well, I think I'm extroverted more than I'm introverted, but. I think you're more I outgoing than shy. That, that, that's, no. that, she's more outgoing than. So that's this is an important caveat okay. because you're talking about social behavior. Okay. Introversion, introversion is about energy orientation. Right. How do you recharge? Right. So like that's the instance of the extroverted introvert, like mm-hmm. Ivan, mm-hmm. extroverted introvert, mm-hmm. where she loves to socialize, but that 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 energy bar goes down, and she has to go get alone and refresh. Let An extrovert be, no, is going to no, no, no. always be like. It's gonna, they're going to always be recharged by socialization. Mm-hmm. And not to confuse the listeners, but to be clear, it's not so much that I love to socialize. That's not true. What I love to do is I love to see people happy. I love to be around people who are, um, I love to create memories with people I care mm. about. And so, as a result, that results in a lot of socialization. And I'm a Sagittarius, like yourself. Jason's a Sagittarius as well. Hey. And, you know, we just kind of love the but party. You sound, but that sounds like So, a, I trend towards that. But you sound like an introvert. I'm going to tell you why you sound like an introvert. Because you said, I like to create memories with people that I care about. Yeah. You don't like to just create memories with, with anybody. Nah. Yeah, extroverts. Extroverts. Yeah, like, you don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. We, we create memories with everybody. You're like, I'm going to be in everybody's memory I bank. Mean, I, I mean, but yeah, I'm but, just saying. I'm but a, they're not going to be in my memory bank. Exactly. Because, <laughs> That's because, the difference. Because the, one of the qualities of an introvert is someone who... Um, you you may not have as many I'm definitely the girl that will flirt without purpose. Yeah. Like, like you're not, I'm not going to remember you, guy, but I flirted with you because I was bored. Like, I'm definitely that girl. Mm. So that's not like a, that's a very introverted thing to do. Let's start with that. That's okay. We So the first dimension was how you recharge E versus I. Michelle's an I. Second dimension talks about what type of information you prefer. 
Okay. So there's two preferences. There's sensing or there's intuition. Sensors, which are, which is S, they prefer things that's tried, true, and proven. They can't touch it, taste it, smell it. It doesn't hold as much value to them. They like things that they not risk. They're not people who are experimental. They're not people who likes to try new things. They like things to be proven before they you know try them out. So they're not going to be early adopter types. Oh, I get what you're saying. That's a marketing situation. Yeah. Okay. So people who are intuitives, they're more abstract. They're theoretical. They do a great job of drawing connections between seemingly unrelated things. They're able to see trends and data that other people aren't able to see, and they love to experiment. People who have a sense preference are more like present oriented people who have an intuitive preference are more future oriented which one are you intuitive okay so you an in so you got i in so far okay so she's either gonna be uh INFJ. i can see i n f j okay okay you that, said that's shelly that's, she, that's shelly second um she's like i'm gonna get this okay. a third dimension talks about how you prefer to make decisions right so the first type of person, so there's thinking and there's feeling. The first type of person, um, they make, they prefer to make a thinker. They prefer to make decisions on what they perceive to be a set of logical rules and principles. Mm-hmm. They don't consider their their feelings or the feelings of others as much as the information itself. So pretty much, mm-hmm. they focus more on trying to be objective. They focus more on trying to focus on the facts mm-hmm. as opposed to the human condition. Um, people mm-hmm. who have a feeling preference, they're more oriented toward considering how like decisions impact them, how they impact others emotionally, and they strive yeah. for like the human element as far as like being sensitive to the human. Okay, you a T. You a T. <laughs> so you an INT. I'm going INTJ. That's what I'm rocking with. We're gonna see if we're right. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so you don't think she's a J? But you just no, said I, she's. No, I think she's a J. I don't think she's a T. Okay. Oh, you think I consider people feelings for real? You are a feeler. Well, I do feel. I'm very sensitive, but I think people. Um, okay. I, 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 it's hard for me. A thinker. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Oh. Let me tell you this. So maybe you just. Yeah. Don't, so don't, the, I'm going to break it down. All right. <laughs> All right. When somebody asks you how you feel about something, do you just go ahead and be like, well, I feel? Or do you be like, let me think about it? I know I go straight for the moment, whatever I feel. So you, so you, your memories, your memory, like, cause if I ask Shelly, she's a thinker. If I ask Shelly, how do you feel about that? She'd be like, I gotta think about it. Like that's that's right. her thing. Like she you don't, know? she doesn't have access. Cause a thinker, no, my emotions. Their are primary preference is their primary preference is thinking, right? Okay. So they even experience they either they even experience their emotions from the standpoint of of logic, of, of logic analyzing it. Well, I don't mm-hmm. know how I feel about this, Jason. Let, let, let me think about it. Right. Well, and if you ask a feeler what they think about something, they'd be like, I feel. <laughs> you know? I know. I yeah. always got my feelings ready. Yeah. So you're a feeler. Oh, well, so you F, you I and F. See, see, because I, because, because. Don't mix it up with your work. Don't see. That's the thing with with, with personality. Sometimes people mix it up with their work behavior. Yeah, my work behavior is it's very logical. Be, be, because, but you, but you, but you were trained. <laughs> we're lawyers. That's were, all I do. You were trained. It's logic, that. logic, logic all day. We're talking and about, I, and that's why the way I deal with a most the majority because you you got to think about it. How much time you spend at work? You spend the majority of your day at work, so. Okay. I understand how that could confuse. Also, the last dimension talks about how you prefer to structure your lifestyle. The first type of person is more structured and organized. They're going to have their coffee at 9, their lunch at 12, their dinner at 5 p.m. They Like, if you cancel on them at the last minute, they're going to be highly upset. Uh, okay, so you so the other type of person they're more so that's a, so you're not a J. A P is more flexible. They kind of go with the J, flow. I am a J though. A P is more flexible. They kind of go with the flow. They kind of let the day take that's care of me. itself. Okay, so you so I'm definitely I, I my planner is oh my god. So okay, yeah. you're a J. So, so you're I'm INFJ. A J. So <laughs> the thing is, so I'm gonna kind of give you some details about yourself as an IN, INFJ. So I think it would be fun. So 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 we've just determined that Michelle's an INFJ. What I already know think? what I was. So I'm an INFJ. STP. I'm an ENFP. And Jason's so, an ENFP. So, so we you, have three different. So with you, um, with you, um, I'm going to give you a little bit of This pers- explains why we work well together, Shelly, the P and the J. Yeah, mm-hmm. the balance. <laughs> so, so I'm going to describe an INFJ to you and tell me if you're right. So one of the things about an INFJ out of all the personality types, they're the mo- type that most likely have like um, – like extrasensory perception, if you will. So oftentimes, a uh, uh, INFJ would be able to something that they'll have a feeling that something bad's going to happen All or the time. whatever. Yep. And then <laughs> I get really 
nervous. Yep. And then something. <laughs> and, like, and then oh, and then shit. you end up being right, or you <laughs> yeah. have an intuitive feeling about something going down, and then you always end up being right. INFJs are like really the most sensitive mm-hmm. when it comes to that, as far as having that extra sensory type of perception. Every INFJ I've come across all report having that whole I'm able to sense things before they happen. They People don't want me to have dreams about them. <laughs> those type of things and all of that, right? Also, INFJ, um, even though like, and this is probably why you thought you were a T, uh, INFJ, even though they have very strong feelings on the surface level, it doesn't always show. So on a surface level, you can be calm, you can be reserved, and you can be chill, but internally you're having a whole world of emotions and feelings and everything Mm -hmm. underneath the surface that people, that people, and then, but people who know you well, then you share those things. Like Shelly. Right. (laughs) But on the, yeah, but on the, I don't want to tell everybody I'm a feeler. Yeah. But on (laughs) the surface level, now the whole world know, the whole world know now it's too late. Everybody gonna be like, oh yeah. Yeah, Michelle a feeler. Yeah, you Carl Thomas in this world. Now. <laughs> Stop motion. Look at me. Why do you always think? What about Keith Sweat? Because that's kind of that's kind of no, me and Shelly's. That's me and Shelly's like little thing with people what, being listen, emotional. We say, oh, you on your Carl Thomas. You on your Carl Thomas. Uh-huh. But black turtleneck and everything. Right. Mm. First of all, the black turtleneck is classic. It's also a Steve Jobs staple. But anyway, mm, uh, Carl Thomas wore it different because he had a curly. He had a curly little fro. So do I. Yeah, so so you and your Carl Thomas, your Carl. So, um, so you're INFJ, right? So right. you're INFJ. Said, we, we were close then because we said ESFJ or ENFJ. So she's an INFJ. We're at the E wrong. So we were close. We three out of four. So the thing is, the power of personality typing and knowing people's Myers Briggs types is awareness, right? So for example, I'm gonna give an example. So when you're working with people. One of the biggest challenges or potential challenges when differences is P versus J, right? Because mm-hmm. J's and P's operate completely different. I think you and Shelly get along well because Shelly's like a borderline P. I'm very close. Like she's not a hardcore P. Like mm-hmm. she's not like a hardcore. But a hard- as long as we thought I was an ISTJ. Yeah, she thought we thought she was ISTJ for years. Mm. Yeah, but um, you're actually the thing is with a P and a J, like if they're both like kind of strong in their preferences, mm-hmm. there can be conflicts and work, right? So mm-hmm. if you take a J and a P, let's say we got a six week project that we got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Week one, right? The J is gonna so before I got this, so I got before the, the project end, don't we, before the project the even starts she got the back right before the project even starts the <laughs> J the J is gonna be like they're gonna create little milestones week one yep. we're gonna be here yep. week two we're gonna be here <laughs> week three <laughs> week four week five right mm-hmm. so Shelly kill me in about one, week three and be like I got this right what you right. need <laughs> so week one the J the J will be like well we should be here the P the P is like well. As long as get done. The P, like, we got plenty of time. We got six weeks. What you what talking you about? What you mean, right? We ain't. We, so week two we comes, uh, and the J is kind of like, well, we're 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 two weeks in. We should be here. Mm-hmm. So the P might be like a week behind. They're like, oh, no worries. We got this. We got this. And no problem. Just that, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Week three come, the J is kind of getting annoyed with the P. It's like, well, we supposed to be right here. Just that, whatever, right? The P, like, we got plenty of time, right? So let's say the... And the great thing about being a P, the P knows exactly how much time they need to actually get it done. So what happens is that let's say it's the project takes about two weeks to get it done, right? Week four, the P is going to change, right? Week four, the J's already done. Like, okay. <laughs> and they reviewing it because they, they, that's, that's the way they built it in. But the P, week four, they're going to be like, okay, um, okay, I got two more weeks. And they can sense when the last moment of them having how much enough time to get it done is right? right so then what ends up happening is let's say it takes two weeks to get this done week four the p the p's gonna like hone into focus mm-hmm. and the next thing you know they're gonna be doing all-nighters yep. they're gonna mm-hmm. be going like hard in the paint they're gonna be thinking why do i always do this to myself i gotta start doing things better and wait until the late right <laughs> And but the thing is, this is how they operate. This right. is how they get their best, right? Mm-hmm. So by the time week six comes around, the P is gonna have just as good as a product, if not right. better, than the J. Assuming that both of them have equal competence, right? Right. Assuming that both of them have equal competence, the J, you know, even though they got it done quicker and sooner, and they were more like structured on how they got it done. Shelly's detail oriented. The P is gonna get it done. 
the P is going to get it done just as well. Like, mm-hmm. they might wait to the last minute, but they're going to do it just as yeah. well, right? Yeah. So if you think about, like, That's a, why we a flow chart, mm-hmm. a J might be steady, right? Right. All the way through. A right. P is going to be this. Right. Exponential. Like, right. at the last minute. To, to and be clear, get things done. Uh, yeah, Jason did with see. his hands because... <laughs> yeah. Uh, this live will stay on forever. So the, he said he explained that the so P like, will sort of fluctuate, and, and the, the J, J will sort of uh, kind of be consistent. No, no, no. The J, the J will, the J. You know, that's not what you did. J is linear, and uh, uh, P is exponential. That's what you did. Okay. Right. Yeah, I hope all your readers, I hope all your listeners have a um, yes, they're very educated. at least an eighth grade they, education. They're very educated. <laughs> we are young black professionals. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. Okay, right. cool. All right, cool. Okay, <laughs> exponential. Let's do that. Are we wrong with it? They okay, know what that means. Come so on. come on. So okay, so that's like mm-hmm. the breakdown. And if you don't Google it, don't tell nobody you don't know. Yeah, I always I Google everything. Somebody mentioned something I never heard of. First thing I do, do is Google. Tell anybody and then I act like I'm gonna know. Exponential and linear means. I got a secret. X Y Z. That is classic algebra. I'm gonna need you to know that. That. Yeah, I have I have a secret confession. I didn't see Black Panther till like a month and a half after it was uh, out. Uh-uh. You will not sit next to this but, Marvel fan. But but I'm gonna tell me. but I'm gonna tell you this. I was involved in all the conversations because I listen and I research. <laughs> so when people when people would you say things, I would I, I would be like I would be like bury I was like bury me in the sea. I was like right there with him. <laughs> And then when I finally saw it, it all made sense. But it didn't make the movie as exciting because I was like, you knew everything. everything. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, to talk, I'm like, to talk about to lose. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about to lose. This is the part they was talking about. That's yep. messed up. I was, right, alert, I, was I was literally like, like, oh, yeah, T'Challa about to get his ass. Well, damn, man, this sucks. <laughs> but, no, but seriously, okay. So there was speaking no, as a J. Okay. So speaking as a J, trying to bring it back because we'll talk, you know. We'll talk forever. You know, mm-hmm. and so, so so speaking as a J, I've not known this Jason as long as Shelly, but you know, Shelly introduced me to Jason, and you know, it, it, you know, when you meet your friends of your friends, if you're good friends, you typically get along. Well, anyway, so speaking as a J, I think one of the things and one of the things you can uh, do to sort of get along with other P's is to um, exercise patience. Yep. Um, I think the reality is when I work with Shelly, I know when she's going to kick in. I know what her I know what her value add is, and I'm confident in that because it's a significant value add. And I know when she brings it, you know what I mean. Once she's ready to bring it, it'll be brung and it'll be brought well. And so, for but because, it's not always when Michelle wants it wants or needs it. it. No. Right. <laughs> and, and and but but I am also comfortable voicing that. Like, hey, actually I had this deadline. Do you think that you'll make it? And Shelly is comfortable voicing no. And so, you know, you have to create those relationships though. How long have we been working together, Shelly? It's not been that long. But it's been well, yeah, long enough. Been. It's been about maybe like four or five years. Not four even that long. maybe three. three. Probably three years. Maybe three years, and that's actually the extent to which how long I've known Shelly. Mm-hmm. And so for us to be good enough friends to start a whole podcast and host a whole live taping and done countless other events and things together, um, that just goes to show you that a J and a P can work together. Mm-hmm. But you have to be um, – there's there's gives and takes because Shelly also puts up with my crap. Like she listens to me freak out all the time. That's right? that feeler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's also uh, it's a feeler. It's a conversation combination of a feeler and a J because a J likes to have their plans like already set. I got a plan A, I got a plan B, I yep. got a plan C. So it's like when plan A don't work and plan B ain't working, I freak out. then she freak out because because mm-hmm. in her head there's no structure. Mm-hmm. And a P is really good at coming in during crisis situations and putting out a fire because half the time they ain't got no problem, no plan in the first place. So right. it's just like they come in <laughs> and they just fill it out. They're really good at being intuitive and being on their feet. And Shelly, she her personality type, she's an ISTP. She's part of what's called the um, the artisan temperament. Um, or what I call the explorers. So they're, out of all of the different personality temperaments, they're the ones, the ISTP, the ESTP, the ESFP, the ISFP. They're the ones. S is the key there. Yeah, the S Mm -hmm. and the P is the key there. Mm -hmm. So they're sensors, which means they're in tune to their physical reality and they're more present-oriented. And then they're P's, which means they're a perceiver, which means they allow information to come in. So they're the most in tune to the present moment. 
out of any other personality type. So if she can walk into a situation and be very comfortable improvising because she's so in tune to the present moment, getting the information as it comes and reacting to it, she's able to you know make things happen where you feel like you need to have a plan in advance and whereas she can walk in and be like, okay, this is a lot of ambiguity and she can figure it out. Yeah, so it sounds like a, where you have a N and a J, you're going to be more vision oriented and more big picture. So right. Maybe, so maybe you can break down the four types because you and Michelle, yeah, the four temperaments because you and Michelle are both idealists. Yep. Um, yeah. So there's four different. So there's 16 different personality types, but they're all broken down into four different temperaments. So there's basically like these personality types within each temperament are like cousins of each other, right? So. As I mentioned, Shelly's uh, artisan temperament, which is, you know, ESF, ESFP, ESTP, ISTP, ISFP. And I guess the best way to kind of um, give examples of these is just to kind of talk about famous people. So um, their particular temperament, they live in the present moment. They're able to improvise well. They're able to just get things done. A lot of them tend to really have um, be good with their physical body as far as like if you know if you have that uncle who's a mechanic you know who nephew yo, this is your carburetor they could like knock on it three times and figure it out it's your carburetor he probably uh, like an ESTP or, or something like that like the, he's typically an artisan right athletes tend to be artisans Shelly Shelly has a dance background so that kind of shows her artisan background because they tend to be good with their hands and they tend to be good with their body because they're in the now and they're in the Mm -hmm. present moment and they're able to kind of make things happen in the present moment but they're really good their primary intelligence is tactics they're just really good at figuring out how to make things happen how to create impact in the present moment and get things done so that's her temperament that's ESTP that's ESFP ISTP ISFP that's the artisan temperament me and Michelle we're the idealist temperament so the idealist tem- and then some examples of artisans um, Michael Jackson Michael Jordan Donald Trump is an artisan unfortunately Beyonce, like, he, he Beyonce those things right <laughs> so um, the idealist they are focused on helping people reach their full potential, helping mm-hmm. people. They're, they're very diplomatic. They're that friend that people call when they're having trouble. Hey, I need a they're plan the, of reason. Right. A voice of reason. They counsel people, all, all those different things. So <laughs> me and Michelle, we're both part of the idealist temperament. I'm ENFP. She's INFJ. But then there's also ENFJ and INFP. So if you think about the, um, the idealist temperament, think Oprah, think Dr. King, think um, Princess Diana, Gandhi. For some reason, we always die. I don't get that. Like, we always get a set. Yo, not Yo, But the reason the being, no, nah, what I'm saying is a lot of those, a lot of the great ones like Dr. King, Gandhi, they're, we're usually behind major social change in society. And very strong beliefs. Strong beliefs. We're value oriented and we operate based on those values and we're willing to die for those values when we believe in them. So, um, pretty much with the idealist temperament um they are really good at helping people reach their full potential coaching counseling advising all of those different things so then you have your man you have your um guardian temperament which is estj esfj istj isfj that's 40 percent of the population so they're almost half of the population and they're the ones who are the ones who uphold tradition and they're the ones who keep things organized and structured. So these are the individuals who, you know, keep things structured. You know, they run our institutions. They make sure everything runs like a, you know, like like a well-oiled machine. But they're not really open to new things. They like things. They like tradition. Um, they're traditional. They like to uphold tradition. Um, they like to be involved with organizations or in social groups. They're very um, they're very focused on managing and keeping things structured and organized and also upholding tradition and how things are ran. Right. So these aren't the individuals who are going to come in and innovate. But once you come in and innovate and create something dope and new, they'll be the ones who make sure it runs like clockwork and, and keeps it keep it established. Right. And then last but not least, you have your your rational temperament, ENTJ, INTJ, um, um, ENTP, INTP. So these people are like 10% of the population. Think Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, President Obama, Hillary Clinton. Um, 
um, um, Geo. <laughs> yeah, the, the the engineer. He he was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, he's uh, like, so uh, he's, he's INTP. I was gonna tell you. So so these people are anal- they're analytical. These are the people who love to research. Um, develop technical mastery of things. These are the individuals who love to break down systems and build them up and make them more efficient and better. So these people, they have a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E, plan A, A, B, B, C, C, D, D. You know, they always have a contingency and they're always strategizing and coming up with ideas, researching, figuring out how to make things better. Um, That's what they're focused on. So they're focused on knowledge, information. A lot of Attorneys um, end up being hey! INTJs, ENTPs, <laughs> ENTJs, things like and that. And they hate incompetence. And they, they oh can't stand incompetence. <laughs> like a, 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 a rational cannot stand incompetence. And they don't matter. So the interesting thing is. Oh, I almost ended up an INTJ because I thought I was a thinker. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, the interesting thing is with a, with a, with a, with a, with a guardian, right? The previous group, they're tradition oriented. So if a person That's has a. But um, uh, uh, a manager, I mean, uh, 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 a guardian, they they are traditional. So if a person has a particular role or title, like so they like status. Right. And they respect status. So if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're their boss. They respect you because of the title. A, 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 a rational do not care about your title exactly. if you basic they don't care if you're their boss they ceo you, you basic, basic you basic <laughs> you basic with a title so that's the interesting thing. oh i heard a really good quote today they were like if you have a title and you don't have power as in you don't actually exercise it work it uh uh sort of expand it then that's just a nickname yeah so the thing is I always tell people, and I actually wrote an article about this, um, I think on LinkedIn, um, but positional power is the weakest form of leadership, mm-hmm. right? People should it follow you one. based on your values, your vision. Like, as if you're a leader, you create a vision. Yeah. And, and, and get them believing in your vision, let everybody know um, how they fit into that evi- into that vision, and you lead that way, right? Mm-hmm. Because people will follow you based on your vision. They'll go hard in the paint for you. Um, they'll actually support it. They'll go you know, above and beyond versus if you'd be like, do it because I'm the manager. Right. I mean, you'll get compliance, but the moment they get a chance to take you out or allow you to fall and bust on your butt, they're going to let you. Yeah. So the thing is, always lead based off of your vision and your personal integrity. Um, like don't you shouldn't have to throw around well, I'm the boss I'm the mm-hmm. CEO I'm the director I'm the manager or whatever right people should be able to follow you if you if you have integrity and you have a vision people will follow that vision because at the end of the day people want to be part of something that's larger than themselves and people want to be able to understand how they can support something like that so if you're able to articulate this is where we're going this is where I see the company in five years and this is how you're going to help us get there people will buy into that Mm-hmm. Um, when you're dealing with um, so going back to the the, the personalities, um, especially in the workplace, in your opinion, what do you find are the personalities that are the hardest to work with, or or you think people have the hardest time dealing people, with people? People don't tend to like um, rationals. I get along great with them, but people don't tend to like rationals because they're very self assured. They know they're right, mm-hmm. and they usually are. Mm-hmm. And people hate that right that's they, true they tend to be very <laughs> I get a lot of backlash yeah all uh, the time idealists tend but to be the ones everybody different. get along with because mm-hmm. they're people centered they're people oriented they know how to you know inspire people they know how to make people laugh they know how to make people feel comfortable right they're the ones that people mm-hmm. tell their deepest darkest secrets to now i mean people come to me and just pull me in the office and start telling me their deepest darkest secrets i'm like oh i don't need you know to how know. many people think that they your best friend yeah a lot of people think they're my best friend <laughs> yeah. a lot of people think they're my best friend well i have like probably like 45 people who probably call me their best friend. You do. Like, I was just on a panel with one, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, Jason's my oh, best Jamar. friend. Yeah. yeah, Jamar is one of my best friends, though. Yeah, okay. he is one of my best friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he is. Um, but, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but everybody ain't, okay. though. Everybody who used that title ain't, but he okay. actually has to, happens to be. Okay. Um, but um, Shelly's like, okay. Okay. But, um, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, inspirers are tend to be the easiest ones to get along with, but analysts tend to be the ones people don't really 
rock with people on a lot a lot of people don't like ESTJs either in general. Uh, ESTJs they tend to be bossy and you tend to be you know they don't um, know how to talk to people. They don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> uh, they, they it's their way or the highway because they just really self assured that they're right and everybody else is wrong. You know, ISTJ kind of has that same self-assuredness, but they just don't really publicize it as much as the ESTJ does. But um, in general, a lot of people don't like analysts. I mean, um, um, I call because I call them analysts. A lot of people don't like rationals just because they're self-assured. They know it. They're even-tempered. Nothing you can say really upsets them. They don't really show a lot of emotion. So it's like you can you can say something to them, and they'll be like, well, I don't care. Because they really don't <laughs> like, you know, so or they can say something and they can criticize you. They have no problem criticizing you mm-hmm. and make you feel a certain type of way. But, you know, they're not looking at it like they're trying to throw shade. They just look at it like, OK, you 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 a weak, you a low performer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you. On they're very it. bottom line, driven. very bottom line driven. Mm-hmm. No emotion. Robotic. Some people call, you know, a lot of rationals, especially INTJs, they call them robots. You know, like you're like a robot, and that, and then you know, the interesting thing is it hurts their feelings on the low because it's kind of like, okay, I'm a human. They're human beings just like people. Everybody else with feelings and things like that, they just try to be calm and even tempered. Like even you think about President Obama, he's an ENTP. When you ever seen President Obama like really lose his cool, Mm. like the way Trump does. Like, you never seen President Obama lose his cool. He's just like, like even when I remember one funny situation, Mitt Romney came at President Obama's head. He was like, we got more warships um, in World War II than we do now. He's like, we also got more horses. In, we also had less horses and bayonets, like treated them, <laughs> right? And Hillary Clinton, like she's an ENTJ. And she's really good at throwing. Like one of the reasons I think Hillary lost was because she was trying to be warm and fuzzy, but she's not, she's warm, not and warm and fuzzy. She should have just been a jerk. Because right. Hillary, some of my favorite moments of Hillary, like when they had the debate, and, and she's and, looking all crazy. She like, and oh then my Trump. God. She told Trump. She was like, while you was what she say. She was like, while you were. Well, she, she was like, she was like, while you were hosting celebrity. She was like, so she, no. She was like, while me and President Obama was watching the you know the capture of Osama bin Laden, you was hosting Celebrity Apprentice. I was like, oh, <laughs> bars. But yeah. But um, those are one of my favorite. Moments, but those actually. are those, those are individuals that people tend not to get along with just because they don't take no s, right? So let's say you got a boss who's like the rational. What's the, the, s? The, they don't take no shit. <laughs> yeah, they don't take no s. Yeah, but <laughs> we didn't tell them about it, cursing. Oh, I, I can curse. Oh, yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. You can curse. But we're so, about to wrap up though. Yeah, but. But and let's say you have a let's, so let's say you have a boss who's a, a rational temperament, right? So they right. Kinda, what you need to do is show them you're competent, yeah, and then show them like understand what their vision is for the organization, mm-hmm. yeah, and then show them how you can provide value to that. Mm-hmm. If you could, because rationals treat life like chess, so mm-hmm. they want to understand what the pieces are and how they can leverage them to be successful. So if you're mm-hmm. working for somebody who's irrational, show them yeah. how you can be a value. Yeah. And they'll and they'll and they'll Respect rock with you, you super that. hard. Right. They'll rock with you super hard for that. Yeah. Right? For a visionary, I think if your boss is a visionary or if you're working with someone that's a visionary, just show them that you're willing to contribute to the vision. I, I would that's agree. That's all I really need. Um I because I as a speaking as a visionary or whatever, it's it's I just need to know that you're going to contribute and that you're going to come through on that particular promise mm-hmm. I don't need you to come through on all the deliverables all of the deliverables in the world but I do need you to come through on whatever you said you were going to come through right. on and so um, that's why that works. Shelly what do you think uh, impresses you as a artisan? Artisan. Ugh. Artisan. I would say or like what do you like working like what is what? What if you're if someone's your underling or whatever mm-hmm. like that you know Competence. Direct report. You said underlay. That's how <laughs> make it sound like mafia language. Is there underlay? Well, I mean, like, yeah, direct report. Your peasants. <laughs> what do you like your peasants to do? What do you like your subordinates to do? What do you like? <laughs> Look, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, what do you I like competence. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, Don't make my life difficult. And then get. Mm-hmm. Th- I think for you guys who just mm-hmm. get things done and get it done, just get it done. I think mm-hmm. they we don't need a lot of fluff. They don't need. They don't care about your process. Just get it done. Right. Yeah. I think very very almost almost like an art almost like the uh, rational but not as 
strong. Yeah, you just about that. You're about the outcome. Yeah, get it just done. get it done. Where the rational is like, okay, show me you're competent and show me that you're a valuable chess piece. Right. An yeah. idealist, they care about the morale of the group. So show that you a good human being with them. Because mm-hmm. um, even if you're not quite where you need to be, they'll work with you because they're natural mentors. So they'll work with you to get there, right? Mm-hmm. And then with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a guardian, just do your job. Like, if you just do your job mm-hmm. with a guardian, you know, That'd you follow good. the rules, good. you're a good citizen, you'll be good. <laughs> good citizen, basically. <laughs> so, this has been an excellent. Uh, yeah, we could have talked a whole nother hour, actually. Yeah, but, but we uh, won't do that. I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm into this type of stuff. So. Right. <laughs> so, so, actually, um, Jason, tell them where they can get a full Myers-Briggs test or if you're into that type of thing and you want to really know what you are. So, you can I'll go to 16personalities.com. They have a free Myers-Briggs test that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, another one is SimilarMinds.com. That's another good one. I like 16 Personalities because with 16 Personalities, they have very thorough profile descriptions for free. Mm-hmm. So they tell you, like, what your general type is, how you work with others, um, how you, um, you know, how you are in a relationship, how you are as a parent. Like, they give you a whole lot of detail in their profiles. So I like 16 Personalities. So it's 16personalities.com is a good one to go get the full test. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, Jason, what else you got going on that you want to plug? So, um, pretty much um, Urban League-wise, because, you know, I'm the director of the Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation there, we're launching a co-working space. Um, Mm -hmm. So, pretty much um, we're looking to launch it in early August. Um, So, people will be able to have, we'll have room for, like, 60, you know, uh, we have room for 60 as far as, like, standing room. It's going to be at the league? At the league, yeah, on the second floor. At the Chicago Yeah, so we'll have seating for 60, membership capacity of about 240 overall. There'll be, like, reservable conference rooms. You can see business coaches. It's going to be really dope. So, we're finalizing that and getting that launched in August. On the personal level... Um, I'm launching a event series called Bottles in Business. So what it's going to be is a BYOB um, business workshop series. I'm looking to do that in around July. I'll you know um, look, just follow me on social media either at um, Jason William Johnson on LinkedIn. You can find me at Jason William Johnson on Facebook. Um, not Jason Williams Johnson. Jason William Johnson. That's my middle name, not my last name. Um, Jason William Johnson on Facebook or um, or LinkedIn to find those details. But basically, it's a BYOB business workshop series. You know, you, you know, I want it to be like a fun, like I want to have the energy of a wine and paint event, but for wine and business, you know. So it, so that's coming soon. It's going to be really dope. Well, thank you so much, Jason, for your input and things like that. We sincerely appreciate it. Again, you all can uh, uh, tune in to our Instagram, our link, uh, no, our Instagram or Facebook at Black Esquire Podcast. Uh, thank you all for those of you who have been listening, who've listened in the past, and who will be joining us on June 23rd at our live taping. At 1 p.m. At 1 p.m. at Savage Smith Event Space. Uh, in at Chicago. Nine, in Chicago at 920 North Franklin. Tickets are $30. You will have free drinks. You will have a good time. You will enjoy live entertainment, a DJ, um, and most of all, you will hear us talk to Christia Donaldson, CEO of TGIN. Thank God it's natural. And um, we really hope to see you there. Hope to meet you there. All right. Thanks so much. As always, uh, stay black, stay Esquire. All right. Bye, guys.